Hey, what's good, y'all? It's your girl, Ivy Rivera, a.k.a. Young Body, live from Brooklyn, New York. And this is Tissue in the Tape podcast, where everything is hip-hop. You better respect the heat holders, you dig? This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Oh, this is Tissue in the Tape. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Phil Maddox, Davis Backless, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors at a rate like cosplay. Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon date. MCs are rhythm and bit them peace like Gandhi. Four seat at the table getting meals, Solange eight. No hunger strikes for kicks in tight spaces. Jessic lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. It's back with Davis Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave dip We raise this culture, culture. born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling that insults us I post up with the rap radar that gets me vexed When he uplift trash like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines, it's not hate To suggest they don't need to rhyme, we just take it back Or rather choose to rewind when heat holders in the back of the twines and defense of the bond Jack's Beastly, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. Recording live from somewhere, it's the world's famous TITT, is home team in the motherfucking house. No question. It's Davis backwards in who? State your name, gangster. Philmatic 365, aka Fighting for Daylight. Buy from them and only from them. That's right. Uh, Phil, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, we're going to uh, actually uh, introduce the people and then reintroduce the people and then just, yeah, man. you know, uh, we'll get right into it. But before we talk about Daylight, who do we have on the line with us? Oh, man. We got <laughs> we got the foundation on the line, man. Uh, when when people hear the heat holders, they think it's just me and Vod, and that that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, with 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 the uh, person we got tonight, there is no uh, tissue in the tape podcast without without this wonderful individual. There is no heat holders without this wonderful individual. So, um, this is this isn't even a guest. This is literally this is family. This is a uh, original foundation. Tissue in the Tape podcast, Heat Holder. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the return of the gangster. Show your love for our girl. <laughs> Gee, what's up, baby? What's going on? Y'all hype somebody up. That's it. You know? What's going on, guys? Oh, no. We're just, we're just having fun. Uh, just happy to have you uh, on the line with us. Uh, for for those that aren't familiar with 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 you, just let the people know uh, who is, who is Regina? who's Regina, who is G, you know. Oh who, my goodness. Um, that wow. I don't I don't know how to follow up Phil's uh, <laughs> intro. Like I feel like it's gonna be a, a, a quick decline after that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just 
you know, everybody's homegirl, just just around the way, a hip hop enthusiast. That's all, just a fan, just a fan. That's it. That, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, as as Phil mentioned, I mean, obviously, you're you're more than that to us. Uh, we consider consider you to be family. Definitely one of the foundation uh, for what we're trying to do, where we try to go where we're trying to be uh you know you you definitely helped us you know even if you don't know it like we we want to let you know that we appreciate you and we're glad that you know you've rocked with us before uh now and hopefully you know moving forward yeah i appreciate y'all y'all are too kind but but also uh we definitely have definitely have some other affiliates people that we consider to be family as well of course uh philmatic as always we like to give a shout out to the war room sports podcast network mm-hmm. uh salute to uh, the generals there they do their show on thursdays from six to eight you can check them out uh wrspn.com you can also check out the burtons uh extended family as well they have john appetite that they do every week yes sir uh, one of Philadelphia's best podcasts. They've been featured all over the place. And, you know, definitely not just Philadelphia, but uh, nation and internationally uh, known. So salute to them. Of course, tallyandtwine.com. Please uh, check them out as well. Yes, uh, yes. Fine time pieces. Fine time pieces. And last but not least, uh, farside.tv. Uh, big shout to Stimulate Your Soul and Maggie Tra everything that she's trying to do to, to get this ship uh sailing all all across the seven seas international New episodes coming to far side tv that's but right uh but but of course phil uh here we are right now we're recording live from somewhere as we always say and yo we got family in the house so let's get yeah, right we, into it baby. we got, got three-fourths of the brick in here yeah you know <laughs> i mean shout out to the full ring man get better man all right now so phil you mentioned de la soul for those that don't know whenever you do hear this you're actually gonna be able to uh stream their music digitally their entire catalog for the first time ever yeah but don't do it but don't do it tell them hawk so the reason why you should not do it is just because they're one of the pillars uh in terms of just a, a whole generation of just great art great uh movements and then just overall just dope guys that are still doing their thing to this day but they're not quite being compensated like everybody else yeah man Uh, and g did you know did you know about this this whole situation what about their their catalog being available yeah 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 i but i thought it was a good thing so hold up that you're saying like they're not gonna get well well the reason why it 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 is it is it is a good thing that the music is out there, but they're not being compensated properly for the music being out there. It's about a 90-10. Uh, yeah, yeah, 90 to Tommy Boy. As, as the as that great philosopher, the, the genius once told us, Tommy ain't, ain't our motherfucking boy. Because they fake moves on the ones they employ. So, so about five years ago was when they actually decided to not even do the Spotify, the Apple, the um, title, any of that. Before it was mm-hmm. even really, you know, um, digital streaming platforms, they actually decided to gift their entire catalog for free to people. And you yeah. can go directly to them. Yeah, well, and, and we are soul.com. That's yeah. right. And then, uh, you know, they did that temporarily for a short period of time. People were able to, you know, to revel in that. And then um, they kind of scaled it back. So when they came out with their new album, 
um they made that of course available too so you can get that on streaming services but here's here's the thing about it now their music is being uh disseminated again but now like it, it's gonna be on all the platforms but they're not gonna get like phil said it's gonna be about 90 10 in terms of what they'll actually receive so how, people, how, how does that happen just uh 30 year old contracts yeah. you know that that just uh that just didn't hold contracts when you were a kid yeah for your whole life basically right yeah they right. they got them it's basically uh, industry rule number 4080 yeah. uh, was in full effect as far as the De La Soul contract was concerned. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, when you look back on it in hindsight, it's kind of just like, it, it's, it's sad just because they're coming up on the 30th anniversary of Three Feet High Horizon uh, on March 3rd. It'll be 30 years since I was out. You know, it's obviously a seminal album. It's a classic. It birthed the whole movement. And, you know, here it is where people will be able to enjoy it, but they won't reap the benefits of it. So, yeah. Um, and they're actually on tour right now with the Woo um, in, in, on on the European dates. And they're, they're like celebrating the album that way. But it's 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 kind of a bittersweet thing because, again, you can't really champion the album knowing they're not going to receive the proceeds like they should. Yeah. I mean. So it, there's a call out to the hip hop community, you know, oftentimes whether it, you know, people are calling for boycotts or people are calling for, you know, for calls to action. This is actually one that people can do. It's an actionable one. Like if yep. you mess with De La Soul, if you fool with them, like you have the ability to actually put money in their pocket. So yep. um, you can, you know, kind of go beyond some of these channels that are available for us and you know do the right thing if that's how you feel uh, yeah and buy, buy directly from de la soul at we are de la soul.com so right. i mean uh support the artists who who actually make the music yeah for sure um so yeah we're looking forward to to, to hearing a happy ending to this story and you know again you know the fact that they're able to tour is great but we also want them to be able to reap the benefits of the you know the labor that they put in yeah and and just as just a side note to it one of the other things that they were that they were concerned about and this is this is where the real real issue may come in uh tommy boy or whoever tommy boy's parent company is decided to upload three feet high horizon not being a hundred percent sure if all the samples were actually cleared exactly so in let's say for example uh uh well we know me myself and i they got that got cleared but let's just use that for the example if if that sample wasn't cleared and the artist says hey my my samples on there yada 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 they can be now sued for something that they didn't have any control over having put out in the world to begin with all mm. over again so they're also the 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 10 that they are getting is also potentially on the line if there are uncleared samples who and also it was not de la's technically their job to clear those samples it's the label's job which is part of the reason why you're on a label they're supposed to take care of stuff like that that's what that 90 you know <laughs> it's supposed to be covering you know what i mean so it's a dope is is it's, it's doubly bad for daylight in in the sense that they could be potentially sued and they're not getting paid for the money a little bit of money that they would be getting 
So they, they described it like this. Um, there's a $2 million debt, a phantom $2 million debt that they are owed to Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy is okay. Well, you can work it off. That's where the, the 90-10 comes from. So basically, for every 30 that they get, Tommy Boy is like taking 20. And they're like, you can have 10 until you work off this debt. It just doesn't even sound right. You know, a contract from the 80s. You know, yeah. basically being, you know, held like this. And, you know, they've already done so much for that label. So, yeah. um, that's nutty. It's crazy, yeah. right? I bet I bet you a, a real high priced lawyer, a real good high priced lawyer. Mm. Like, I, 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 I wish Michael, I, Michael Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good one. Uh, well, you think he could probably do something to to yeah, maybe like, get them out of here? I'm sure I, mean, like, I gotta risk my ten percent for that. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what, and that's why they won't do it. Right. But right. but you you need you right. need almost somebody like you know to you know to throw you <laughs> yeah pro bono work or yeah. you know you need a you need somebody that's that, like, somebody that's a daylight fan as an attorney. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure uh, <laughs> you know I'm sure Diddy or or yeah. somebody you know who has been you know yeah. you know enjoy or rock to their music and can throw the assist yeah but yeah that because that contract i'm sure there's there's all types of once you dust it off yeah, yeah they probably they, they probably they might not even sign that john for all we know mm -hmm. um but yeah we had to bring that up at the beginning of the show so that people are aware hopefully by the time you hear this we'll have more information and uh, there will be, you know, a, a resolution in sight. But in the meantime, again, like Phil said, you can go directly to Dela at We Are Dela. I mean, so, what a windy day or somebody, somebody. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when, when? I wonder if we. I'm sure she has to know about this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, at this point, it's, it's making the rounds. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. With yeah, that. man. Um, speaking of of getting their due, man, we, we're we're coming up upon a time where. Uh, Inclusion uh, is, is a big deal right now. Uh, people are in the business of inclusion and making sure everybody is included. So we're gonna talk about the most beautifulest thing that we've actually uh, seen since the last time we had a live show. Yeah, yeah. G, uh, I'm not sure how familiar you are. Uh, we talked about Brooklyn starting off the show. Um, most recently, uh, Spike Lee came out with a film called Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Starring uh, J.D. Washington, uh, phenomenal uh, performance. Uh, just a great uh, adapt adaptation of a screenplay, uh, you know, that came from another source. But um, here we are, and we, you know, we all, you know, saw the night that Spike had. Um, Phil didn't watch the Oscars. I didn't watch the Oscars. Oh no, 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 no. come on! You know I watched it. Um, yeah, you did watch it. Yeah, you know, you know, come on, man. I didn't watch the Oscars. G, G did you watch the Oscars? That's a negative. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So here we are, two thirds on, on on this side over here, and Phil's over there. Phil, me by myself. So how did we feel? It's because there was a lot of black power on the stage, from Ruth Carter to Mahershala to uh, Spike um, to the love that Black Panther got. How was it watching the show and ultimately how did you feel about um spikes not only his reaction to his oscar win but also his reaction to uh the green book winning when he tried to uh exit stage left mm. <laughs> <laughs> like um 
of course I was happy for Spike. Uh, it, you, it, you, it was genuine emotion. Um, I, but at, in in a way, I kind of felt like it was one of those situations where it was like, I'm I'm only cool with this award because I won. Like I'm the, like if it, it's like fuck the Oscars unless I win, then it's like I love the Oscars. So like I I always felt like it, it, we talked about it with the Grammys. Like people always say fuck the Grammys until they After get nominated. The and then when they win one, it's like, you know, this is a crowning achievement. And they want to be called Grammy nominated. But they always say how it never held weight until they're actually involved in it. So I kind of got that feeling from Spike. And then he went right back to it when when um, when he when he didn't win for best uh, picture. And I'm not saying Green Book was the best movie, um, but I can't say Black Klansman was either. You know what I mean? So it, it was one of them things where like you just just rock with it. I mean you got you got your Oscar. It wasn't it wasn't like the worst pick that they could have made. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was actually a good movie. So yeah, it's good. Yo, so it, I I wasn't mad at the pick. It but I was like I was like, I wish he would have I just wish he would have uh been a little more cool about it. Mm-hmm. You know, especially since he had already won. I could see if he like got totally snubbed, like like the year Jay Z got nominated for nine oh, Grammys yeah. Yeah. And, and didn't or eight and didn't win none. Mm-hmm. I might I might have felt some type <laughs> of way. You know what I mean, G, G, how do you feel about that? What Phil is saying as far as like it's kind of like uh you know f this and then when you win it's kind of like oh this, you have to win. What you gonna do? Like, type of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean that's pretty much my sentiments. I guess everybody. Like you said, it don't hold weight till you actually get get mm-hmm. that trophy in it, and it holds weight. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it, it's, it's a, a heavy statue. Weight. Exactly, it's a heavy statue. So, <laughs> but um, I mean, I thought, I thought that was um, that was some whole shit. Spike said at the end, mm-hmm. I was happy for him, but mm-hmm. for the, his win. But don't don't be that person. Don't be that guy who just yeah. throw a little salt on the next person's win. Just, I mean, really, I mean, keeping it 100, Black Klansman looked like some cool shit when I saw the preview. So it wasn't like (laughs) just something. And and Spike Lee has made some bullshit. Like, oh, yeah. Chirac. Definitely Chirac was just an embarrassment to us all. Yeah, that was was a bad movie. Exactly. So, I mean, you know. I, I thought I thought his comments were unnecessary. Take your take your W or take your L and go home. Yeah. <laughs> Just... he, he was trying to leave, and then the ushers were like, "Oh man, you can't leave right now." And they they made him walk back. So it was kind of funny, like they yeah, like that. <laughs> it, it, it it almost reminded me when Kev when Kevin Hart was trying to get on the stage when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. and he was just like, "No," <laughs> it kind of it reminded me of that, but. But I'm gonna tell you, the, but for real, like him winning was cool, and I was happy for him because if I felt like he should have won for some other stuff. Sure. So it, it kind of felt like the makeup award, like a makeup call in basketball. Yeah. But who I was truly happy for uh, was uh, the the set designer for Black Panther. Yeah. Because like like when when you I mean we've all saw that movie probably multiple times i'm i'm just going to assume that we've all seen it 113 times but but like when you see that movie you're like yo the the way this movie looks it 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 looked better i'm not saying it was the best of the marvel movies but it looked 
better than any Marvel movie just from a standpoint of the cinematography, the set design, the the costumes, the like Wakanda looked like a real ass place that I would love to go to. Like it was it looked amazing. Like and they really they really did an excellent job. And it was the first time I, I still don't know how to well why why it's why well, you know why. Um that this is the first time that a that a black person had won for costume design. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that that can't be possible, but then I've realized what award we was talking about. So listen, listen to some of the uh, the films that she actually. This is Ruth Carter. Uh, and, and, and let's let's be clear, everybody that's listening. It may not mean a lot to y'all when we say Hampton University, but for the three people that are on this line, yeah, real as you. <laughs> we say someone is a Hampton graduate. It's something that we all can relate to. Yeah, because we don't get that many that, especially in like in like on like the Hollywood scene, we don't get yeah. like like the other H U. So, exactly. exactly, but um, you know, Ruth Carter, salute to her. Here's some of the things that she's actually worked on. Um, and I guess it may be a cultural thing, but these are things that are like staples in our culture. So, for example, School Days is the first thing she ever worked on, right? Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Do the right thing. You know, Mo Better Blues. So, like, she was kind of like Spike Lee's like go to, in a sense. Um, House Party Two, Jungle Fever. The, Hold up, the Five Heartbeats came before that, though. Yeah, yeah, five five heartbeats right around there. That's a staple. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Five heartbeats. Um, Malcolm X. Uh, you know what's love got to do with the Crooklyn? So I mean, like, it, she did basically like all the Spike movies, all right, the good yeah. ones anyway. So like, mm-hmm. so I mean, again, like they, you know, he. The one thing that you can say about him, even though he, he you know, a little little bitter. Um, yo, he's put so many people in some positions that yeah. you know that they might not have been in if he wasn't so um you know aware the the need for that so we appreciate him for that but the fact that you know she was able to get that moment um black panther is one of the largest movies in the history of of film you know so that that part right there i mean you know that's probably the the biggest part of that night was was the fact that like you said spike had his moment Herschel had his moment but then again like ruth carter had her moment too And you know okay, my. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. You got it. So, I got two comments. Well, first, before I say my hater shit, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I want to echo, you know, Vaz sentiments on Spike. He definitely kept people working. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't want to compare the two, but cause I'm not a super fan of Tyler Perry's movie. But in the same yeah. way, he keeps people working in a drought. That's kind of like what Spike did. Like, Denzel wasn't always on that platform. Sam Jackson wasn't always on that platform, but they stayed in a Spike film. So, right, right. Give them that. I'll give them that. Um, here's the hater part that, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't admit out loud. I ain't like Black Panther. Okay, that's fair. It wasn't. It wasn't. I. I but I did think the costumes were the best part of the film. So okay. I was really glad to see her at one for that. But the actual film is i don't know i just want us to want more that that just it was just now how many how many marvel movies do you actually watch like have you watched out of the 22 that have come out i am not a huge the only superhero movie that i really like is batman so i i mean maybe i i'm not the best Maybe I'm looking at it probably from a different lens, but yeah. 
Yeah, because I'm, I'm a Marvel kind of nerd, so it was this was hugely important in in the in the grand scheme of the movie. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't get me wrong; I'm not taking anything away from like the cultural impact or anything like that. I just the actual like movie, movie and the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, no, no, I, 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 yeah, that's I fair. Like oh, word, the white guy at the last minute on <laughs> this. Save day, really. Yeah. Spaceship yeah. landed in Inglewood or wherever, Compton, wherever they were. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> Oakland, yeah. Oakland, right? Like, and then for overall, I kind of felt like Killmonger was kind of right. Like, yeah, he was. I, I was. Yeah, right. he, he he definitely. We so yeah, we, we talked about it. Talked yeah. about that on here. We he was definitely. We was definitely rolling with Killmonger. No point. And so I would have liked it if it was just like okay. We could at least join forces. Like maybe he could have been the hero of, you know what I mean? Well, instead of just like all of a sudden. Yeah, to be to be continued. Yeah, if if they if it's if they do pull any of the stuff from the comic books, there is a potential for what you're saying to to happen through a lot of a lot of twist of of events <laughs> that, that that as you know comic books you know the the characters are like they take certain liberties yeah so. they, they they're flowers in the spring because they, they always coming back yeah. Yeah, i, I mean, mean know that it's going to be a sequel but well no i'm saying as far as like killmonger, killmonger there, there, there right. is a there is a way that they that what you're saying to what you would like to see happen that that if they if they chose to go that route they could because it did happen in the comics Oh, okay. Well, that's well, what uh, I did like the cartoon, though, that, you oh, know. Oh, the Resident Evil like, John. Yeah, I did like that. Oh, like, okay. It played on BET for a little while back. Yeah, that was one of the best things they that, that yeah. uh, BET it, ever I mean, did. It kinda, like, came on after Uncut, but, you know. That, that's yeah. like when you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew. Yes. Yes, no, I mean I'm not not No, it really did though. <laughs> you, had to, you had to be up at a certain hour. No, but it is it, 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 <laughs> you, you if you saw it, it was it was worth it was worth the watch. It was good. Yeah. You know, it's like if you got your EBT check and you decided to buy school books, like, like, yeah. like right. you, you actually uh did the right thing. I mean the right thing. Uh but again, uh this is kind of just bringing back uh again the costumes probably were the the best part of the film no matter what like even if you don't know anything about comic books you don't uh, you, you might not even like black people you still could look at those, those costumes and be like yo that's that's some fly like yeah quick so when we went on our we we went on our um the, our cabin trip last year a couple of the people hadn't seen it was right the the weekend that the movie came out or the yeah. week after i should say yeah so a couple people hadn't seen it so they went out they they said with their these, these were three black people that there are four black people that went to see it they said there was a guy in there with a with with a stars and bars hat on mm. clapping like that that's what i i don't know how that happens i don't even i i you know, of course they didn't ask but it was just one of them things that it, in a weird way it it it, it kind of made people see see black people different which shouldn't you shouldn't take black panther for that to happen <laughs> i know like yeah uh, like a, a fictional character that was created by a white dude <laughs> it shouldn't be the thing that says you know they're not that bad but but that was the effect that it was actually having where you seeing white kids being black panther for halloween in that's that's a that's a different thing because you 
you know, as when we were growing up, you almost never saw like black costumes, you know, unless it was like Mr. T. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. much it. I mean, like you were you were Hulk Hogan, you were Mario, you were Ninja Turtle, whatever, whatever. Yeah. It there was nobody to be. So in that aspect, you know, it's there's you know the small little teaspoon of chocolate in the world full of milk. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would not. I mean, sidebar, just it's a tangent, but. If I saw somebody dressed like that in my theater, Black Panther, I don't think I'm gonna stay in that theater though. Yeah, well, well, where we were, that that's all that was there. I mean, not not everybody had that hat on, but it, you know, it wasn't. Oh, really, oh he yeah. had on he had on the hat. He just had on the Confederate hat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, I'm thinking you like he in there dressed like Captain America. I'm like, no, he's trying to make too much of the statement. I'm not fucking with this guy. <laughs> oh no 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 no. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> he, he didn't go that hard. He yeah. had like a, a, a Confederate shield. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, you trying to make a statement? I'm not. Yo, that, that would have been wow. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, th- I think I would have like dipped out too. Yeah, we yeah. 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 Yo, truth be told, the theaters ain't really what they cracked up to be nowadays, anyway. Um, what do you mean? I, I just now, now that I'm a little bit older, like if I catch something, um, you know, on at home, like three or four months after it came out, like that's not the worst thing for me these days. I just don't like being in the dark, you know, with strangers like I used to. <laughs> I mean, just to be real, like I just, I, I'm, I barely enjoying the movie because I'm always like, yo, what? Yo, oh, like, why, yeah. why, why you got on it? You know, and I mean, I used, I've been to some of the, the realest movie theaters, you yeah. know, on the that's East Coast. Not, those aren't the ones that scary <laughs> to me though, honestly, because they did not. But it's that's what I'm saying. Like, what's that? Like crash or something? Like where Ludacris was walking around? Like I feel safer in these situations. Right. Like, that's that's what I'm yeah, it's them Captain Americas that show up in the theater. Like now nah, I'm cool. <laughs> like I, I, I'm just saying this now. Just being in suburbia, kind of being out of the element that I grew up in. I'm just more cautious now of situations than I was when I was younger and I was just around us. Yeah, you know? yeah. And people want to take more liberties. It like 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 mass happenings is like a it's like a thing. Like, yeah. So yeah, I, I feel you in that. I mean there's there's certain movies that I, 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 I would prefer to see in the theater, but I'm I'm with you. Like we, I'll watch a movie at home. You know me, man. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like I don't like outside anyway. So you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I want you. You know. Um, so we we I think we we at least did adequate justice to at least giving Ruth Carter some shine. Appreciate yeah. her uh, again to to Spike to Mahershala. Yeah, oh, before you before you turn the page, we mm-hmm. got I gotta give a shout out to one of our favorite people, one one of one of our uh, um all time uh Hall of Fame four women. Uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Regina King, man, uh, for for taking home the Oscar for uh, Best Supporting yeah, Actress yeah. for, yeah, uh, for Bill Street. Yeah, I mean since two two seven, man. You know what I mean, been yeah. working. Yeah, man. One of my favorite movies, Enemy of the State. But but Phil, again, like we, we talked about it. Um, you know, at the top of the year, we were just talking about the the people that had the biggest. 2018s, I guess, like we mentioned her just because yeah. I mean, we, we've seen her make the transformation from, you know, being an accomplished, like well-respected, uh, you know, actress, actor, whatever you want to say, but like to being like leading lady, like yeah. vehicle for the, like you, when you see her name, it's like, 
Okay. And, and a director. It's about to be yeah. exactly. So uh, you see that corner. Um, you know, you you know, you know, you see those those two words together, Regina King. You know, it's a wrap. You know, it, yeah, it's man. gonna be a good performance. So and and, and, and Embiid almost ended it all. <laughs> oh, he did definitely. Yeah. Uh, look, look. Oh, Embiid, Joel Embiid. She was at she was at the game, and he dove into the stands trying to save a a a, a, a loose ball from going out of bounds. <laughs> and he was like a, a a size 22 away from he almost kicked her in the head i mean my, mind you he you know he's like seven two you know seven two but what like two, no i didn't 70? Yeah. I didn't yeah. He, it, it was like it was like the week before the oscars he almost yeah. uh she, she almost was that joint with a neck brace it, oh, it, it, wow. at, a at a minimum yeah I mean, it would have been all bad. <laughs> more careful. Look at him. About to mess up. She, it, I mean, <laughs> she, she, when you sit courtside, man, you got to have your head on the swivel, yo. Yeah. It, she, she got out the way, though. Yeah, she was cool with it. Um, I mean, but, I mean, real quick on Virginia King, but then, like, just the actress. But then she also, she was like Riley and Huey, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, that, that. Throw that out there, too. Like, yeah, that, that diverse. Be- yeah, uh, salute. Yeah, I I totally forgot about that. That is, that can't be under understated. No, it really can't. I know it sounds like trite, but I'm dead serious. Like, no, that's 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 up there because that just shows such a range to me. Like that right. is, that seems so random. You're like Regina King, mm-hmm. and she killed it. Yeah, she she not only did she kill it. Those are that's some of the best television. Like it, it's supremely yeah. underrated because of it's the subject a matter. The is like, like there's a lot of shit in there that you like. Damn, they did say that. The R. Kelly shit. The R. Kelly. The the even the um the the you know the thug love when they wear the, 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 the uh, gangstalicious man bag. Yeah. wearing the skirts and stuff like that. I'm just saying. Yeah, young thug. Wow, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they called it. They tried to tell you. Yeah, it, um, it, so Aaron Magruder is kind of he's resurfaced he kind yeah. of he wrote a couple new joints yeah i hope yeah. they see the service because it was definitely not the same without him that was like Chappelle's show without Chappelle. It just when yeah. nobody should have did that to them yeah man it was it was like uh unsweetened tea yeah <laughs> it really was that's a good one like why why are we even doing this it's dirty water yeah man just, just, you might as well just just <laughs> drink your water plain yeah you might as well um two things before we uh before we move on guys um you know since since we are getting older all these anniversaries you mentioned daylight 30th anniversary of three feet high and rising uh you know spike lee has all these different anniversaries that are gonna be coming up like 30 years do the right thing um you know like 89's all- the number yeah yeah so um man uh 20 years ago Lauren Hill had one of the biggest Grammy nights, obviously. Um, you know, she's uh, going down to history as having such a big night. But Juveniles, back that ass up, is 20 years old. Dun, 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 yeah. That um, makes me sad a little bit. I mean, it, it really does. Like, I, I had to shed a tear when I read I mean, it. It makes total old, sense. We, 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 uh, we advanced. Uh, yeah, very advanced. I'm a chicken's out here. <laughs> but the fact that that's 20 years old but to be honest it still almost gets the same reaction that it did 20 years ago is a testament to how great 
that song is. Because he told you it's for the 99 and the 2000. It was like the whole century. <laughs> yeah, yo, he, he meant that. <laughs> He didn't put a he didn't put a specific put date a on it. Yeah, that's right that. He said I, all the two thousands. Do you think they knew like Manny Fresh? Like he's like, yo, we got one. I mean, they knew they got one, but who knows? They got a like yeah. century long one. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think you might hope that. Like, I don't think Montel Jordan knew his shit was still gonna be playing that <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Or, like, or on Sonic commercials. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't think you know you got one like that. Like. I don't yeah. think Sir Mix a lot was like, yeah, that's it right here. But yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. shit just strike. Yeah. Yo, it's yeah. crazy, yeah. man. Hearing hip hop in like regular mainstream commercials. Know. What's the what's the one now, Phil? Where they do Sir Mix a lot in something too. Where um, yeah, Sir Mix a lot in Pizza Hut, or yeah, it's one of them. It was yeah. Like, oh my yeah. god, yeah, yeah. Look at that crust. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, hey man, get your money, like, man. I I was tripping though, like I thought, like my, like my iPod went off or something, and then yeah. like played again. I was like, oh no, they really just threw, threw the. Oh, that, but you got that on your iPad, like just ready, ready to go. I mean, you know, my my kids control my stuff, so it, it, there's no surprise when stuff just happens to just pop up. So you know. To say that, I, I don't know <laughs> if it's just ready. If I'm ready, it's just fire. <laughs> Mix a lot though, it ain't fresh. Hey, well, I don't know, just asking, just checking, just checking. Yeah, yeah, you know. Check for what you're mm. listening to these days. It's you're been so a while, guys. It's been a while. <laughs> you're right. Miss you, G. Um, but no, yes, love. Wanted to give a salute to uh, Juvenile, but but G, I have to ask you. Absolutely. And I think we already know the answer, but I just have to ask. Um, at its height, mm. I think you. I think you were still in school. Were you still in school when Get Low came out? Yeah. At its height, back that ass up with Get Low. Like, which which was a bigger record? You already know, back that ass up. Okay. Because I, I remember when, and, and coming back, I think I came back for a graduation, and they played Get Low, and I hadn't heard it yet. And yeah. I, I was in the party, and, like, it was literally, like, 200 people on the dance floor and me, like, just looking at <laughs> What was going on and okay. they had the, the choreo you know the, the uh everything was choreographed they knew what was going on everything filled back that ass <laughs> yeah no they the window to the wall everything they had they had it going phil oh. what do you, what do you, you back that ass up Not i'm even. all about the big fine women yo <laughs> <laughs> yo yeah. yo there's so many things first of all back that ass up has was turned into an r&b song so there's that yeah there, there's there's all the things that came from that the wobbly wobbly uh which got about, to, uh practice Drake. yeah yeah didn't he didn't he say he's big mm. fun yeah he, he back that ass up i don't know what it's called because you know I don't BWs? yeah no, well no that's different hold up go ahead as you were <laughs> <laughs> but but though but wayne got like a couple of songs off mm -hmm. of just his part yeah there's so much stuff that came from even snoop yeah <laughs> <laughs> drop it, yeah. like, uh, drop it like it's hot. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's such an iconic song, and just the part of him saying "cash money" from the '99 to the 2000s, everybody that was outside, so to speak, at that time knows that, and even some people that wasn't supposed to be outside. But you have that. you have to play the version with that because it's only on the edited version. So if you actually play the album or the single, like the 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 dirty single, it doesn't have that intro. 
and yeah. people people don't react the same when you don't play that part. Like, no, you throw it away. Part. Yeah, hold, right. hold, hold up. Uh, mini tit for tat for both of y'all. Back that ass up, or back that thing up. Because to your point, yeah, only that, the radio yeah. edit has that part in there, yeah. and and I will argue that back that thing up might be one of the the top. The top edit. three radio edits, as far as like being better than the than well, the you, dirty you version, you gotta have the you gotta have Manny Fresh, or you gotta have that at the beginning, the um juvenile. Oh yeah, you gotta have the intro, so you got it back the thing up for sure. So back that thing up is what made back that ass up what it is. So mm. you know, like it, it's the chicken or the egg. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, you 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 can't. Once you know one, you don't mind hearing the other. It right. doesn't matter as long as you know they taking over for the nine nine to the two thousand. <laughs> and, and, and thing works so much better in this context than than ass. Like yeah. ass is is super generic, and, right. and you can say ass and mean somebody is trash or corny. Right. But when you say thing, yeah, you know what's going T, on. You know what that thing is. Yeah, you know what that thing is exactly. <laughs> I mean, you got the T-H-A-N-G. Yeah. What I can appreciate, I mean, more than the quotables and all this stuff, like, people really worked hard to try to back that thing up. They really did. Like, you try, whatever you had back there, whatever you were trying to back it up onto yeah. something. And, yeah. you know, it just, everyone had a good time. <laughs> and, and, and it was inclusive, right? Yeah, it was, it was inclusive. You never heard about something getting shot up when back that ass up was on. Oh, party for it. Oh, see, yeah. I was about to, I was about to line yeah. step. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's well, other it's, clubs might get shot. Got shot <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yes. 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 Love. The song was being played. <laughs> But uh, no, uh, yeah, that's that's the club I was talking about. But no, 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 it's such it's such a great party starter in on so many different levels. Like, like, like you said, cookouts. That joint comes on. People get up out their seat. They play it at my family reunion. It's like, yeah, it's one of those type of songs. It's like coming on with Montel Jordan and Frankie Beverly. Yeah, yeah. Before you let go, back that thing up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, nah. Um, Yin Yang Twins. Uh, I mean, I'm not taking nothing away from mm-hmm. Windows to the Wall, or whatever. But um, it doesn't have the same stamina, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even know what the name of that song is. Yeah. It's not even. I don't even. Not even sure. I do. What did I? It's not. It's not get what low. I just called it. Whatever. Oh, get low. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When when you first when you first put it in the in the in the on the on the run sheet, I had to think about what get low was. <laughs> No, no, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then, like, and I took. I was like, hold on, Shorty Low. <laughs> right. You know, that's that's that was the first. Honestly, that's the first thing I thought about because I never. Aww. It's windows to the walls. Is, is the name of the song, whether it's whether it is or it ain't. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Shorty Low. Um. They know. They know. Uh. But yes. Uh. We've we've gotten to a point. Uh, of the show where we actually need to show some love uh, to uh, one of the artists out here doing doing some big things for me. One of our guys, man. Yeah, uh, G, we're gonna put you on to some music right now. This is uh, Jamel Honesty. Where is the love? Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come from a slung of unsung heroes, it's undone Burn the mother earth, be catching at work Come from another turf with that bull swanky Knock off your blue Yankee handkerchief from off the weeping I'm woke, I'm hardly sleeping The token is the focus to all of my odds and even Strengthen others till you flip the dude around me Honesty's honorary, stone cold in the mic Yeah, you should honor me to know who you I believe whatever I can see, I can be That's word to Olu Dara's holy seed Let that marinate like slugs and thugs Someone carry weight Real niggas bustin' still nigga That's a basket case Lacerate your headpiece Verbal Maccabee lyrics is deadly Hit the pole to your peak The technique met me From my opus got you open like her legs be huh. I just wanna get the respect G Where's the love? Where's the love? Beneath the surface is to serve you all the truth Hurting you like lightning and striking the murder Zeus God's given gift, my arch nemesis is never visible So I would say the battle with spiritual, never physical The illest poet that heard of Jonah out of Nineveh Don't wanna be caught in the belly with my bitter luck Trying to be rich in the ducktails, upsell I'm selling merch like work, having a duck 12 Like work, getting chicks that stick with tight skirts They be bugging, they just want that Ron Jeremy pipe work She wanted autograph with pornographic skills Wanted to throw it back like a quarterback I told her chill, yo Jamil, who's the eldest of all? Look at myself inside the mirror like the mirror could talk You are True star, spit a few bars. Niggas whack and need a few cards. Keep it a stack, I'm trying to crack a few charts. So where's the love? So we're back uh, again. Salute to Jamil. Honesty, uh, where is the love? He's out here uh, hitting the college radio circuit very hard, uh, hitting the internet very hard, uh, just doing this thing. Tissue and uh, the tape alum. Yeah, for sure, man. So we, we always like to uh, show love to those that show love to us. Uh, Absolutely. When he first uh, made this available. He sent this to us immediately. We're the first people that got this, and he actually uh, has sent us um some uh i think he's got some merch coming our way so man salute yeah, salute man. to him jamel's my guy man that's yeah. a, that's a good dude man hold your head man he, he you know had had some had some Hello, things yeah, yeah but he he's yeah. back and he's making heat and uh definitely yeah. go check him out uh go check out his project on Bandcamp because once again support uh all dope quality hip-hop music 
And um, yeah, man, he got he got some he got some projects coming like some of the some of the drinks that we've heard. Yeah, yeah, y'all y'all will not be disappointed. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Okay, G. So we um we are start supporters of of uh not like phil said inclusiveness but also just letting people know when dove when dope stuff is happening well this particular segment here highlights the things that uh ladies are doing that we feel like the world needs to know we're actually reaching a milestone regina we, we re- we've actually spoken about a hundred women since we've been doing this segment so we do four every week before every show that we're able to we're actually up to 100 the four that we're about to talk about now put us at that milestone and we're looking forward to spending the month of March celebrating women because it is Women's History Month shout out to y'all yeah you know I mean like Phil we came we came from a woman got a name from a woman game from a woman like all these different things yeah man the the take care is if if don't nobody else care I mean (laughs) So we're gonna spend some time right now just uh just saluting and celebrating uh some, some wonderful women. Filmatic, I'm gonna start it off uh just really quickly. Um if I'm not mistaken, I think I had uh Katherine Johnson. So that anybody, would be correct, sir. Yes. Anybody that's seen Hidden Figures, she was actually one of the subjects in the movie. Um she is actually having a facility um on NASA's campus and it's being renamed in her honor. Um, That's dope. The, the dopest part about that is the fact that she is actually still alive. <laughs> you Flowers know, while you can smell them. Yeah, she's I'm actually, digging it. She's actually alive. She's actually able to celebrate um, this. You know, the movie was one thing because, you know, oftentimes these movies come out and, you know, the people are gone and, you know, the appreciation for them goes to their families, but not necessarily to them. So the fact that um, she actually just turned 100 years old last year and she is still going, she's still thriving. Whenever they talk to her, she still has, you know, all of her, um, you know, <laughs> wits about her. Yeah, you know, it's, it's amazing. Um, but yes, they, they are renaming this facility for her. Um, she's a mathematician uh, that the world had not quite seen at the time. Um, they use her calculations. Uh, to do certain things as far as orbiting the earth that had not been done before. So, um, again, uh, salute to Katherine Johnson. Uh, she turned 100 years old last year, We're hoping, you know, that uh, she's able to celebrate 101 very soon in August. And in the meantime, um, the facility is being renamed in her honor. And, you know, we just wanted to let people know that um, not just Black History Month or not just Women's History Month, you know, these are these incredible stories that are out here. Hers is one. You can definitely Google her name and find out about her. Filmatic. Who else you got, man? I mean, of course, we got uh, one of the most influential uh, authors uh, of our time, especially for the culture. Um, we're talking about uh, Toni Morrison. Uh, I mean, I mean, what hasn't Toni Morrison done in terms of, you know, just creating epic epic uh books and novels uh she's an essayist an editor a teacher uh Pulitzer prize winner so i mean my favorite author oh really nice 
Oh, okay. Did not know that about you. That's awesome. Okay. I mean, so I mean, the bluest eye, uh, beloved. I mean, Sula. Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading that in high school. Yeah, th- th- this this like when you when you went on on her uh first thing that's going to be in her headline. I mean, I've, after probably Pulitzer Prize winner is going to be beloved. I mean, just because. Yeah. Not only did did she she write that book. I mean, it was powerful. It was you know. It it really showed you know some of the for for people that weren't of the roots generation. It showed that that level of you know disparity and like the the real struggle of slavery that that often gets you know for lack of a better term whitewashed um in history books and on you know where 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 they they were uh workers (laughs) you know and indentured servants and all this stuff and and it kind of showed you that so um our our woman, uh, our second woman of the four is Toni Morrison, and you know she she's awesome. You, G, you said that's your favorite author. Favorite author, all time. Oh, okay. Sure. So I know you're passing on some of that to yours already, right? I am, but beloved, you can't just throw beloved at nobody. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that, that's that's what I'm saying. It's love it. it <laughs> grown and beloved was like wait what did i what yeah. yeah like i mean just like the descriptions <laughs> that she gave a lot of layers in there whole whole lot uh and i mean but it was it, it was one of those those things that that really just kind of reinforced with with roots really brought to mainstream in terms of you know understanding the deaths of slavery mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely uh shout out to Mrs. Morrison. And again, we, we don't necessarily want to always be giving ages. Like we we're no, we normally are pretty discreet. We don't always give ages, but again, there is something that comes with being of a certain age as far as wisdom and respect. And um, you know, Miss Morrison, you know, is 88 years old. She recently just celebrated a birthday. So we want to give her a salute. Um, obviously, don't want to put her age out there, but it is somewhat of a badge of honor, if you ask me. So, yeah. I mean, for her, I think it's a bit of a badge of honor because she's not new to this. Like, she's been writing these bestsellers that are just as thought provoking and compelling since the 70s. And not everybody can say they still write hits. Right. <laughs> um, that are still uh, true indeed. That are bestsellers in any genre for that long sure enough not when they damn near 90 years old so yeah in her case i think the age is almost appropriate and mentioning please okay we, we won't give the people your age g we you know we we, <laughs> we know it but we, we know it's important you know for, cool with it now shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a badge of honor for you all right, cool. all right. um phil uh, before we move on to um, our last two, again, just wanted to give a shout out to um, all the ladies that hold us down. Uh, not only G, as you as you mentioned, the foundation, but also uh, your lovely wife, my lovely wife, our mothers, our sisters, everybody, man. Um, again, um, this hip hop thing, a lot of times, you know, it, it's 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 uh, you know testosterone driven. Yeah, it's not 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 woman friendly. 
and a lot of times when the when the ladies are successful they're often uh made to pit themselves you know they pit them against each other so you know you see a lot of the you know lack of unity from it but one thing it can only be one you know that that kind of yeah one thing that that i've seen here lately and we talked about this and gee we could talk about this with you just briefly but um in the past couple of weeks again since cardi had her big night um uh you know from little kim to um to remy ma just the the outpouring of people that were really congratulatory and um uh, you know just just very uh supportive of, of mm-hmm. someone um like cardi you know having her you know having her time right now um g where are you with that because you know when we when we were kind of really really rocking with you on a on a on a regular basis cardi hadn't quite ascended to these heights mm-hmm. i like you get there your your um Cardi, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Cardi, like I I I don't mind seeing Cardi winning out here. I'm I'm really happy for Cardi is like this around the way, super around the way girl. Like no one thought much of her, and she is out here just shitting on everything moving. So I'm not mad to see her win because I think that's healthy for like the ecosystem. I think you need those people out there. Like, don't count anybody out. Where I first struggled with Cardi though was like, oh, I don't really know how I feel about her repping this gang so hard with all these people doing. But then you know what I realized? I was like, wait a minute, you know what it is? She's like a fucking pioneer in this way because I've never heard you never heard a woman rep a gang that hard. Like Snoop been talking about, you know twist up your fingers and wear dark blue and all the, you like guys have been repping gangs heavy forever this is really like the first time you heard a woman go hard for a gang and it just it hit my ear hard or not hard but i wasn't used to it and and i realized that's what it was like damn i don't think i ever heard that before so it, it just sounds different but yeah i don't I'm, you know i'm not mad at cardi i thought nikki was super corny for um hating on her so heavy um because the thing is is like nikki's a is a is a nicer rapper like she's a stronger lyricist we'll say mm-hmm. and so she, sure she does not have to swerve in cardi's lane like you can definitely clear your path in your own lane and 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 run circles over there mm-hmm your problem is you keep trying to jump in her lane and you're not gonna win over there that's hers let her wear her crown over there just do what you do better mm-hmm. and and she refuses but <laughs> she that little i, I heard her little verse on um um whose song is that i don't know that tatiana song whatever that song is yeah, her vote, her verse on that was straight. I'm sure she heard Cardi's first and made sure it came better. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, oh, I, I'm not sure. mad at Cardi. I'm not mad at Cardi. Like it's not. I don't think you know we would last long in a in a lengthy conversation per se. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she's stupid. I don't think she's. Um, I think she's setting herself up to last longer than anybody thinks she, you know, thought she would have and thinks she will. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not mad at her. I'm, she, she's, I don't, if you're mad to see Cardi winning, like, you kind of got to, like, 
find out who hurt you a little bit because <laughs> what, what she, she didn't talk to him yeah you just gotta really you gotta do some soul searching on why that really bothers you mm-hmm. I, 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 not because she's just so lovable but because she's the underdog and it's like what like just because she's not a humble uh, underdog um in the way she's in the way you know she's confident in what she's what she's done but she's like she's a hood cinderella like come on and and i think in in the grand scheme of things being in hip-hop culture she she is humble because if 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 a dude did the exact same thing that she did the exact come up the same way from being literally like worst to first you know your first your first album being the rap album of the year right come on man you would not be able to tell dude x nothing listen i mean it's like she like taylor swift them songs are hella catchy though like you can't you can not want to know, but you're gonna know the words at some point. You gonna they everywhere too. Walking past the mirror, shit, damn, I thought like you gonna say something. You know, <laughs> you, you can't help it. They're really, really catchy songs, and she makes hits. Um, like I'm not, and and I mean, she makes hits in the same way. To your point, Phil, like the same way guys are making hits. She knows how to get in her pockets. She knows how to ride a beat in a certain way. She knows, like you know, the cadence to use. Like she, she's not untalented. Uh, you know, she's not a lyricist, but she's not untalented. She is a solid rapper, and you can't be mad at that. And she's a star, and that's something that you can't teach. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't teach. You know it. You know, yeah. you, you, she you has know. A factor, and she, she is being her authentic self. So I respect that about her because whether she's talking to, you know, Oprah or, you know, at the Grammys or something, like she's being, she's she's working really hard to stay true to herself. Yeah, and, and she's so- also working really hard to not maul because, yo, you can see it, man. She she wants to she wants to smack the shit out of people that be like that uh disrespecting her and everything and and she does i think she does a great job to to not risk it all to you know to revert right (laughs) and she she, i mean she's admitted that she wasn't a great person or something prior to her success and i think for some people that's a little bit of a struggle for the same reason i said earlier like you're just not used to a woman you know admitting that like you know i used to you know punch people in their face for no reason like, <laughs> punch people in the face just for living just for living out here like you you're not you, you're not used to people hearing a woman say things like that and so it, you know it take a little longer but you know but to me I, I in some ways i think it's dope not so much that you was out here like banging and stuff like that but that like I could talk about this other side of thing. Like there are, we know there's women out here that are like that, but like you will, we'll take the reform thug any day. But you just, you know, can't <laughs> wear some some heels sometimes. Like wanna, yeah, gotta live. Let's no. live. I'm with you. Um, as we just talk about the last two ladies that we wanted to highlight uh, out of our essential 100, um, Sherry Beasley of North Carolina. She's actually. Uh, joining the the north carolina uh, supreme court 
she's actually taking over a role that Chief Justice Mike Martin uh, has held down for a number of years. Uh, he's actually retiring become, to become a dean at a law school. So with that being the case, uh, Sherry Beasley uh, is becoming the first black woman to be um, North Carolina's Chief Justice. So she's in charge. Like, that's it. Like, She's the captain now. Yeah, that's it. So... <laughs> Uh, she she's worked her way up. Her resume is impeccable, just in terms of all the things that she's done, from being on the court of appeals, being a, a county district court judge, to being um, in the public defender's office. All this work has paid off for her to actually, uh, you know, uh, achieve this milestone uh, in North Carolina. Uh, just wanted to, to point this out, just because uh, you know it's not something that happens very often. Again, Phil, we're going to talk about uh, these first until they're the second to the third to the, the 154th that's right um yeah man big salute to uh sherry beasley uh first black woman to become north carolina's chief justice uh looking forward uh to you know more great things uh you know coming out of, of her camp and everything like that uh phil uh who's the last lady we have uh the last lady we have is uh janet mock who is a LGP uh, LGBTQ <laughs> rights activist. Yeah. Say that a million times fast. Um she's uh, done tremendous work uh for civil rights, but she's also a author. Um but her 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 biggest thing she's probably been doing is a lot of speaking engagements for her book uh um Redefining Realness which is on uh Audible. Um, and you know, it's, it's one of those things to where she's, she's just standing up for really all people, um, and in the, the, the name of equality and, you know, just being treated equally and fairly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, definitely wanted to salute, uh, Janet Mock, uh, who, who has been known to uh to not back down um, had a um at one one point in time had a uh got into it with uh Pierce Morgan because of some of the things <laughs> him and his uh yeah who has it yeah yeah, yeah that's that's true but um she she uh she kind of eaten him on on he, uh, Twitter get him out of here yeah yeah now he yeah, yeah he's a little it, yeah it's, he, he, his his star has never been as bright uh since since that all went down but uh she's she's uh has a podcast uh where she handles a lot of things um uh never before with janet mock uh is the uh podcast and it's it's really just about a lot of different things about cultural figures and everything that they're going through uh so one of the one of the the biggest guests that she had it was uh tina knowles um miss tina if you uh if you bought that life <laughs> so uh mother of dragons is uh one of my uh homies called it which i thought was like the greatest thing ever um called tina knows the mother of dragons and, and and that was a compliment so for those who are confused by that that was that was that was a compliment a high um, compliment high compliment uh also for janet uh i'm see you about some <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to make sure that was clear. Uh, that 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 was a good thing. That was not a diss to uh, Beyonce or Solange. No, please. Um, 
Janet is, is set to receive the Harvard University Artist of the Year Award uh, coming up this spring as well. So, uh, you know, she's getting awards all, all around the, the, the globe. And she also said that uh, Beyonce is her idol. So to speak yeah. to Tina Knowles uh, was, was like a big yeah. accomplishment in her life. So, well, 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 when she got her name from Janet Jackson. So, yeah, you know I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's, that's a that's a nice book in, you know, go from Janet to Beyonce. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, but yeah, uh, we just wanted to, again, just give uh just some light to these ladies, Cheryl, uh, uh, Sherry Beasley, Catherine Johnson, Tony Morrison, Janet Mock. Salute. Tissue on the tape salutes you. Absolutely. Why, Vod? <laughs> tape cares if don't nobody else care, Phil. That's why. Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as, as we move on with the show, we're so glad to have G on with us again. We're just talking our, our, our ish, G, um, you know, with the same old dudes. Uh, just trying to uh, just enlighten people about what's going on with our culture and then ultimately, uh, you know, have some fun catching up as well. So we're glad you're able to, to do that with us. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, as we just move on, I want to um, I want to bring up something that, that I noticed, uh, I guess. it Does it feel like 2019 has been a little quiet uh, just based off of what happened in, in 2018 with all the releases? It seemed like all the artists that mattered um, either had a tour, either had a soundtrack, or either had uh, a project mixtape, something that came out. Um, we're we're headed towards March, and it doesn't. I don't. I don't feel that same way. Is it just me? Um, no, you're you're right. I mean, like the albums just came out the gate so quickly in 2018, and it seemed like they never let up. Um, it, it it's almost like a little bit of a hangover. Um, I, the only thing I could really, I had to think about it. The only thing I could really, really think about, um, and it's funny, um, 1998 was so crazy with DMX and Ari and Pun and Nori and, you know, well, Nori came out in, in 97 and 98, you know, so, but yeah. <laughs> funny we got Gio and talking about Nori <laughs> um, but um but 99 even though it has there was some crazy big records in 99 mm-hmm. it wasn't like 98 in terms of just the continuous onslaught of releases mm-hmm. so it's kind of starting out I mean we're still early in in the year of course but still first quarter yeah yeah and I know um, some of these things are sick that's, that's what I was gonna say it's still like we didn't even get to half yet like there's still time no but it it, it <laughs> felt it felt like game. I got spoiled guys uh, I'm not gonna yeah lie. <laughs> it seemed like you know last year it seemed like every week or every two weeks it just it it, it kind of had that feeling that we had you know once upon a time where it was just something that was there was a lot there was a lot to be heard but i think i don't know i feel like there's 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 been a quite quite a few little like quiet murmurs underneath like little solid little mix underground projects that i feel like i've heard and just like oh okay that's one to watch not maybe not some big you know you know and nobody nobody's out here just like making well, game just yet but it's it's i think it's still young i think it's still young in the year and i think 
And to be honest, I almost missed the the years where there were big summer bangers too. So right. kind of yeah. hoping, holding out for like a summer track. I'm sorry, a uh, um, summertime soundtrack a little bit too, because I don't think I had that in a while where you just have one that just kind of was like mm-hmm. sum up the summer. That was it. So I, I I'll wait for that. Well, you know, to your point too, real quick, Phil. Um, you know what used to happen too, and I was listening to Ready to Die earlier today, and it kind of made me think about it, like how they used to set up the singles mm-hmm. because it wasn't so readily available. So, like, you know, you had Ready to Die that came out on Friday the Thirteenth in the middle of September, and then it rocked all the way to the next September, but yeah. it really reached its peak, you know, right around that springtime, summertime, and they they positioned. You know some of the, the the music to to reflect that where it was just like juicy came out before the album you know at the end of the summer and then you know you gradually got to you know the what started to make this rotation you know it's kind of cold weather yeah, i had a little buffet rap last year yeah. and you know yeah i don't forgot the the beauty of the five course yeah. meal it's, it's coming i know i just got spoiled <laughs> well 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 this time last year um some of the some of the the bigger Albums that released, um, Dave East released Paranoia 2, mm-hmm. Migos Culture 2 came out with a lot of, lot of twos, which, <laughs> but, but you had the Black Panther soundtrack, right? Um, you had Nipsey Hustle, Victory Lap, you had, uh, for, for those who, who, Takashi 69, for those who do that kind of thing, yeah. Um, you had, uh, Tory Lane's Memories Don't Die, Yachty Little Boat 2, more twos. Uh, Bobby Tarantino too, yeah. because why not? And um, you had Prom too. God right. damn. Um, yeah. you had yeah XX Tentacion. Uh, and so there was a lot of uh, Rich the Kid. There were a lot of big projects that had came out in the first quarter last year. So I don't think we've seen that in terms of hip hop. Those big projects. You know though that stood out especially something like victory lap which ended up getting nominated for a grammy right you know and that's that's pretty impressive in the sense where something comes out that early in grammy season yeah to to make it all the way through the because it came out too late to be to qualify for the the 2018 grammys so it had to go through a basically a whole year to qualify for 2019 um so that that was impressive and that's and then you know the first week of april you got cardi b so there were a lot of huge releases and i just don't think we've had that you know we've had anticipation for what's up what we think is coming Mm -hmm. but um what what is the biggest thing that's come out so far I'm, i'm trying to think i mean other than j cole doing the whole you know dreamville sessions yeah, I mean, two chains. I mean, depending on how you feel about him, he's dropping. I mean, I, I like chains, but I mean, well, one, it hasn't come out yet. Uh, um, Hip Hop Story and LeBron is A&R in it, so we, we got to see how, how that's going to go. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's been quiet. And they wonder why them dudes not winning. <laughs> no, he's doing everything but playing basketball. But it's been quiet. I'm, I'm going to take G's advice. I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going I'm to fall back. Yeah, man, I, I I got a little spoiled too. I mean, but no, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of great one-off songs to to our point. A lot of underground stuff, you know, the stuff that you know that we that we feed off of. <laughs> um, 
but it, it just seemed like it was an onslaught. Like everybody like synchronized their watches. Like <laughs> we all gonna release uh in 2018. Yeah. I mean who who didn't drop something in 2018? When did wait, did Meek drop in 2018? Yeah, twice. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Didn't didn't wanna didn't he have like a couple EPs? Yeah. Like the Meek yeah. Injuries. Yeah, yeah. But but the album came out in 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 November. Yeah, yeah, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was so much. Like I, I was trying to think who didn't do something. In you know, Jay did the the project with 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 B. Nas had an album. Kanye had an album. Pusha T had an album. Um, Kendrick did the Black Panther soundtrack. You know, Cole, Cole. Drake, I mean, there was literally pretty much everybody. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne, you know they, you know so people that hadn't released you know music in years, in a sense had. Yeah, Chance put out an EP, you know, just you know it's like oh you ain't gonna forget about me and you know. <laughs> yep. All right, like I said, I'm I'm gonna be patient. I just thought I just had to put that out there just to just see if it was me. You know? There was a there was a lot. There was a lot. <laughs> I didn't realize some of those came out so late. Mm-hmm. What are you listening to, by the way, G? Let the people know. Oh man. Um. Well, this week I was in a real trap mood. So I mean, I I, I played some classic trap music. I was listening to some Jeezy. Classic <laughs> trap, yes. Classic trap. Yeah. I was, you know, in the recession. I was yeah. listening to, oh. yeah. Your, your president is black. That's why. Yeah, I Yeah, yeah, yes. I was, um, yeah. I listened to, um, I listened to some, uh, Ti, like Rubber Band Man, Ti. I don't know. Uh, original I original recipe that. trap. Yeah, I was just in a, I was in a real trap mode. I don't know why. I just like you know, some motivation. Motivation. Yeah, I did put in some motivation. Um, you about to hit the block, G? You got you got you got two for five. Yeah, right. It's the yams is at my auntie's, you know. And then <laughs> I had I was I would listen to some free. It's been, it's been cold though, so you know that that kind of you know that. You I think you might have got Jay for the ninety two brick show. I know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. In my mind, I just had a lot of baking soda on the counter. <laughs> I just, like, I don't know. I just needed to go to the trap for a minute. But I did listen to some Freeway this week, too. I was saying. Okay. And being. Well, shout salute, out to Free, salute, man. Yeah, salute to, to Free. Uh, I had to yeah. get in the plan. I wasn't, I, I did revisit. You know what I listened to this week, too? Um sci high i don't i don't know what i don't know it was just a mm-hmm. i didn't listen to nothing that was um yeah i was listening to no dope on sundays this week dope. i guess it's still kind of in that same vein i don't know i just oh, that's, that's to, definitely uh that's yeah, definitely you know that's like you know it's in the same vein either yeah. way it goes like i was in these streets i just need yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it just came off the scale this week. I didn't listen to nothing, nothing, nothing new. I didn't listen to anything that was super thought provoking. I just wanted little in the baggie, little in the purse. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's I it. Get it. I get in those moods like uh, that too. Yeah, sometimes no you just yeah. gotta. I don't know. We all have our motivators. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, that's this week in general. Oh man, I'm trying. I don't think anything's been in a rotation. It just really is like been a sampling of whatever I want to hear. I listened to um, uh, Chris Classic a couple yeah. of new tracks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, I want. That's still one of you put me on to that. That's still one of my yeah. favorite favorite joints. And uh, then we just dropped that uh two. Five carrots for Tiana. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I was listening to that. Yeah. Just all over. But for whatever reason, I just needed to be in a trap this week. I just wanted to, you know, listen. You know, just if the heat stop working. <laughs> the heat start working. Yeah. yeah. Pray, you know, the stomach yeah. start grumbling. You just, you just like, you sometimes you need that. You need that. Get yourself grounded. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all listening to oh man i mean yo so like when we first really started to get into the, the digital you know streaming services like phil remember phil used to always say i'm my own spotify yeah facts yeah i, I, I still am partially but yeah but i i think I am too, but just I'm just more so even more into playlists. Like I'm upset. Mm. Yo, like this this dude is has been beasting. Like <laughs> like like I I, 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 I like a good playlist. Uh you got title or Apple Music? Yeah, I got title. Okay. All right, well, we got we gotta hook you up then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I just been obsessed with playlists. So like I'm just I'm just really just kind of just all over the place. Like you're saying. I mean, are they themed though? Are they oh, always? Yeah, yeah, all all different types of themes. Meticulously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arranged and you know just you know that that's that's kind of been my thing. But um, I to to be honest with you, I've been listening to a lot of Lil Wayne. Like like early yeah, like early yeah, sometimes i can see that yeah yeah, yeah do that yeah uh carter two yeah that was a good one yeah carter three so um yeah i just i just been listening to a lot of wayne and um a lot of little brother i always go back mm-hmm. to oh man so my black queen <laughs> yeah so so unrelated but slightly related then what what is in, in the spirit of supporting Daylight a little bit, what is the favorite? What's your favorite Daylight track? Mm. Mm. I know uh, mine. I know mine, but you know, mine mine is much more. Um. Uh, oh, that's tough, man. I I think I think I, much more is one is is probably the one I listen to the most. That that's just probably. Either that or break a dawn. Mm. Me, myself, and I. That's my theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Since third grade, it's my theme song. Yeah. I think I told you a story about that. I don't know. Nah. nah. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> is, it one, is it one everybody can join in the year? Oh, it yeah. It, no, it's, it's nothing crazy. Well, then do tell, right? No, yeah. no I, I just. Uh, third grade um i i remember um the video came on um after uh entertainment tonight used to come on nbc and um the video came on i'm like yo what like you know i knew who daylight was but it, it was just crazy this is just like my mom and i used to always watch that and like when that came on afterwards i was just like yo, that's such a crazy placement for a rap video and um 
so yeah like i got the single like i i like listened to it non-stop um and then uh it was time to go to the uh to the playground you know girls is out there and uh i tried to rap the whole uh <laughs> and uh she was just not feeling Plug wonder. i was chasing her around um trying to sing the whole song to her and it just did not work out um so i tried it again you know <laughs> hey man you know and um yeah i mean I, I eventually after like my third or fourth attempt i can't remember but i finally found someone that liked the song as much as i did and uh we're actually still you know like cool to this day but um okay. Yeah, but yeah, no, that, that that just always just became my theme song. Like, I, I just love that song. Like, it's, it's a, I mean, it, it is a great song. Yeah. It is a good song. Yeah. So that, my that's... My favorite Daylight song is never anyone's favorite Daylight song, though. I just wanted to see Which one? Which one? Which Diddy's in the BK Lounge, which is not like even a full uh, uh, no, no, that's, that's dope, though. <laughs> um, I don't know that, why. That, that's, that's definitely, uh, uh, I would have never guessed. <laughs> I would, no, I mean not not because it's not a good song because it is. It's just it's just one of the you went deep, your deep cut, deep cut. It was, yeah. but I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. I don't See know. now I got to make a daylight playlist, but now I, I feel bad. You can't. I got to make one with the records that I actually bought. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I can't. I can't. I can't do it knowing knowing what I know. So I got to since I do. I, I actually bought all the daylight soul albums. I, yeah. I won't feel bad making. A daylight soul playlist. I just can't put it out in the world. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I know. Yeah, man. That, like that. I just hate to hear stuff like that. You know. But, I know, and they're not touring at home. Yeah, like I, I was hoping because when the when the when the woo come to, to and it's like it, real woo. I mean, no offense, but it's not like just like you know three fourths of them. Yeah, it's it's all of them, and they nah, they even I got uh birdie's uh son. To, we don't to, want to hear you guys' greatest hits, though. So, like, you know, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't think that he's doing anything but his parts on the, on the. That's room. what I'm saying. It's like the real rule. Like I saw Ghost and you know, yeah, yeah, they were all there. Yeah, yeah, I saw some clips from the show in Philly, and they they were all there. Man, yeah. I've, I've seen them once. Saw them in Hampton. Oh, they played in Philly. Yeah. Oh, oh that's I, dope. I, I saw them early on. They they weren't they weren't even they were like a they weren't quite a phenomenon, but they were like ice cream had just was was just oh. really about to be a thing. Yeah, it was that long ago. It, they they were handing out the shirts. Let's, the, I was just about to say <laughs> that, that, they were giving them away, so you know it was real. Yeah, so, that was that was vintage. I remember that. So. Oh my goodness, such a bird. Anyway. <laughs> but but yeah they hadn't even made the video yet it was just they just they just knew that this they had started playing it on the radio and they knew this was going to be the one so they were performing it and when i tell you chicks was losing they mind the, the, the shirt like one one girl they were throwing shirts out and it, it was crazy up there at, at lincoln that's what um, I'm gonna tell you. It was Bird Gang out here for this this damn <laughs> shirt. Like I'm French Vanilla. It was it was it was a lot. It was a yeah, lot. Man. Not proud moments, but but yeah. Shout out to the Woo Man. Oh, they probably still could. What? Yo, they, 
they could so sell them joints. Like I don't understand they why they sell. They're not selling them. They should. Yeah. They That's what I'm saying. At, remember when they had like Woo Wear and stuff? They had one in Philly, and they had uh, they had a Woo Wear store in Philly, and they had one down here in yeah. the beach. Yeah. They had one in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. yeah but them choices pop up everywhere. Photos though. Like why? Why don't they? Like yeah. I don't know. Like 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 if they if they had the business together. That would be a billion dollar. That's a billion dollar logo. Like, it's it's one of the most recognizable logos in all the music. Like, it's like right there with like the Rolling Stone joint, and you know, like I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's just like so many hands is in it. You know, with them that. I don't I don't think they ever fully capitalized off of what they have. There's no it, I mean there should be one central woo website to get all of that shit. Right. And then have like you it didn't have like different check boxes for each individual member because they all have their own merch too. Like why I should be able to buy a a a purple tape t-shirt from WooTang.com. Yeah. Like that seems like the the most obvious thing in the world. Or I, you know, G should be able to get an ice cream shirt, you know, from Wu-Tang.com without you know any kind of hassle. There's like 53 people making, you know, everybody making Wu Tang shirts, and there's no well, one. on it, they got a Wu website. Mm-hmm. It's got stuff up here, but this is not the stuff that you would want all the way. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. They got like they got stuff that that's it's it's Wu Tang, but it's, it's not trash that's up there. Nobody wants this. Yeah, like like it and, looks a little too vintage. Like you look, nah, this is not. They're not. They're not doing this right. I don't know. That's what that, that's my whole point. You, you, you're saying it better than me, but they're just not. They're just not doing it the way that it could be done with the power of that logo, you know. And I, I and I'm sure there's a whole lot of hands in those pies because it's not like you know those dudes were you know you know a structural corporation at the time when you know they you know DJ Mathematics who created the logo doesn't even own the logo. So who owns it? If I was guessing. I would, I would, ninety nine percent sure is the RZA that that actually. I was about to, I was thinking that too, and I'm not mad at that. That's why I said some of them are, and well, I'm looking at it under, looking at your, they they have a section or whatever that says the members, and it's only Ghostface and the RZA. That's because they they don't all see eye to eye about you know business who gets what business yeah, clearly so, so that's that's another thing that's what i'm saying there's so many people one of them go to go get a wu-tang uh tattoo and it was just like yo yo god yo you owe me yo you owe me for that god yeah like like there, there's like I unless like that album oh, nutty <laughs> yeah like, i don't think they can technically use it unless they're unless they're actually performing as the group uh-huh. like they can't use the logo like on their own like within their their you know how they used to have like the w it woven into their logos yeah that was dope yeah you don't you don't see that anymore i don't think they can legally so yeah, i mean there, there's a neck jacket we can do better than this guys i just yeah it, the, the the website lacks <laughs> a lot <laughs> 
the web the website definitely lacks a lot, and and that's because I don't think they there's a like I said there's a lot to uh that those dudes have to iron out. You know, you you peeped the last Wu Tang album that they did. The RZA wasn't even really on it. I think he might have been on like one joint. I, I think mean, Ghost might have been on like two joints. I mean, but that I mean, really, that's what the people want to hear. I don't know if anyone's checking for the RZA to say anything. We need you to produce some stuff. Yeah, but the the last album was was dope though. DJ Mathematics did a did a good portion of it. I'm just saying, like, we don't really need the RZA to rap though. Nah. The ruler zigzag zigalaw, commonly known to y'all. <laughs> no, shout, shout out to the whole Wudo man. Um, if they come in anywhere near where you are, you should definitely go check them out. Yeah, that's for sure. No, no yeah. disrespect. You should check the Rizzo out. Sorry. Yeah. Listen, as we head towards the end of the show, we have a couple more things that we need to do. Uh, first thing we want to give a shout out to uh, some of our uh, past guests. Um, most recently, uh, episode two eleven, Filmatic. We actually had uh, Alexis Victoria on. Uh, we were able to talk to her all the way from the left coast. Um, looking forward to uh, people getting a chance to to have, you know, to check out our conversation with her. Uh, and also this this young man that we're actually about to play right now. Uh, his name is uh, Raheem Supreme, straight out of D.C. Kid, man. man, good guy, man. We had a conversation with him the other day that we're going to be premiering soon. Uh, and in the meantime, we actually want to play one of his standout tracks called Two Seat. Let's get it. Surrounded by crack babies, niggas mad lazy, these past days is crazy. Mama had the old Mercedes with the broke AC. Tank on E, static radio in the 300E. Inside color beige camel, outside Dookie Green with the broken door handle. I live a movie, bounce out of town and caught some hoochies. Blow cash, stage flash, crowd reacting, groovy, go gloomy. With the jewelry like an emperor, cold as a last Uh, fuck a rap nigga, them niggas is wet 
<laughs> New Divas. Yo, he's nice though, uh, G. I'm gonna I'm send you some I didn't love. listen to that one. I saw the um, um, Jamil one. I heard that one. I like him. Yeah. Uh, um, I, didn't, I didn't get to check Raheem though. I'm, he's on, he got all his joints on title. I'm gonna, I, I'll uh, shoot you some links. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate it. Okay, so that was Raheem Supreme again, two seater. Uh, he, he's got a new project that's out right now. Uh, uh, what is it? The, the Grandeur of Supreme? Grandeur of Supreme. And then also, he has a new single that's out called Strange. He's got several projects out on digital streaming platforms right now. Please check him out there, as well as uh, his Bandcamp, as well as on SoundCloud as well. Uh, that's where you can find him again it's uh raheem supreme uh that was two-seater and look uh look forward to our conversation with him uh that will be premiering soon dope videos too man he 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 told us he uh yeah makes he, his own videos yeah he does his own videos and they're and they're not this is an iphone footage yeah. this, this is like <laughs> it you know what i mean yeah he did his thing yeah so looking forward to more more from him on this hype williams <laughs> <laughs> Um, as we head towards the end of the show, though, uh, we just wanted to make people aware of some things. Of course, Phil Matic, you're the on the couch guru. Um, yes, yes, that's why I had to watch Oxus, man. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to make sure that you were doing your homework. Um, Diligence. But we, we like to uh, talk about made you look. And basically, this is just a segment where we just let people know what they should be watching. Uh, some of the, the most recent recommendations from Phil. Uh, Showtime's Black Monday, Fire. Uh, starring Don Cheadle, who had a, a great turn uh, as a guest host on Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago. If you weren't able to check that out, please do. Don Cheadle is probably the, the greatest living actor right now. Yeah, Don Cheadle, uh, and um, please, please don't sleep on Regina Hall too, because she is a scene stealer. Yeah. Um, on that show, pretty much every scene she's in, she's winning. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Phil Maddox, you also suggested uh, Umbrella Academy. You said it was, um, you know, something for people to check out, maybe even binge. That's on Netflix as well. Um, a day and a half, five. That's all it took. <laughs> 10 episodes, day and a half. D- difficult takes a day, possible takes a week for uh, <laughs> when it comes mm-hmm. to He's got 36 hours, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Killer Mike, of course, has been making the rounds. His trigger warning is on uh, Netflix as well, but he's also had a great interview with The Breakfast Club. He also did that with uh, Rap Radar. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. I'd like to see him get some shots. My Uncle Elliot. (laughs) Uh, Deezus and Mero are back on Showtime. You know, it's my guys. Their show, the Bodega Boys. Um, I'm happy for them. Yeah, me too. Nah, they they, they put in a lot of work. and um, That's a great win. You rarely are able to see people switch from one brand and level up like they did. Like Viceland is like a big brand in itself, but to go to Showtime and be their first weekly, you know, nighttime show is a big deal. So salute to them. Uh, the Lucas Brothers, they're a, uh, they're a, oh yeah, like deadpan comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. identical like, twins. That's a that's a yeah yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn, aren't they? Or they live in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they they have a new special that's coming out now. Um, they're re- they're making the rounds to do some promo for that. Um, Keith and Kenny Lucas. Uh, I mean, they 
you know, they've basically been around for a while, but here they are uh, with a follow-up to their special that they did in 2017 on drugs. It's coming out soon. Um, but yeah, they recently had a, a great interview on a good one. Um, uh, it's, it's basically a comedy podcast. I'm really into comedy, so well, I, check that out. Out. I like them. Yeah, no, they're good. They, they have some real good um, points, just a different way of looking at things, and the way they play off of each other as brothers is, is unique. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. check them out uh, where you can uh, listen to your podcast. It's on The Good One. They, they up the block and down the street from G. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ultimately, uh, Phil, was there anything else before we get into Game of Thrones mode? Anything else that anybody needs to watch? Because for those six weeks that that show is on, I don't think we really be talking about much else. Yeah, man, it's it's about to be uh, <laughs> super uh, intense in the uh, Wilson and Davis households uh, <laughs> for the well, next. Let me just share a story. Um, my, my wife, uh, I've been begging her to watch uh, Game of Thrones for years. She would actually like take the kids upstairs and let me watch season seven by myself. So, you know, love her for that. But she promised that she was going to watch and catch up by the time the season eight came around. And right now, I think she's on season five. So she's almost there. Finish line is right there. We're Hurry about, up, T. And we're about seven weeks out from the premiere. About roughly, roughly. So I feel, I feel a kindred spirit. I thought I was the only one. I have not seen one episode again. So. Shame. Oh, shame, shame, shame. Inside joke that you wouldn't get if, if you don't watch. What? <laughs> <laughs> one day when you actually watch the seasons, you're gonna roll at this yeah. very moment. But yeah. uh, yeah. Until then, shame, shame, shame. Uh, but. Uh, to your point, well, we got to get you on that, G. Uh, you got HBO. Stop fronting. I just, I will. I don't have no excuse. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it's such a great show, though. It's, yeah. it's it is not I, just titties and dragons. <laughs> like everybody thinks, it's so much more than that. You just you just got to just get through some of the slow parts. You, they're giving you some backstory, some context, so that when you eventually do get to, you know, the the. It's like the doc season of the wire. It even though people always panned it as the worst season of the wire, it's critically important to the entire series. When you look at those series as a whole, that that season later on plays such an important part. So mm-hmm. you need that. And and just think about it. It's like seventy hours of television that you could watch. Like you could literally turn off whatever app or whatever cable service that you have and just watch Game of Thrones for like four months. That's just that kind of sounds scary a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as you think. Like once you get into it, like you just be like, I'm gonna commit to watching seventy hours. Yeah, you'll be seventy hours, that's that's only three days, huh? <laughs> for you. Um, <laughs> three days. You'd be immersed in a world that you never knew existed. I mean, y'all are slightly like agoraphobic now, though. So, I mean, shout out the Westeros. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not wrong about that. I, I guess you have trouble going outside if you are this watching and listening to that much content. But uh, I'm telling you, no, you you won't. Oh, be sorry. Won't regret it. No, uh, especially especially when you get. Uh, I'm trying. I don't remember which is season two, episode nine. nine? See what? what I'm saying? You what? should not have yeah, accuracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wildfire is worth it. Yeah. 
and you, you, you got to wait 19 episodes and once you get to it it's worth it it's worth it but you both knew exactly the episode that's cool of course, of course. It, yo yeah it, I don't I, I don't know what to liken it to because I, I'm I'm trying to think it's one of the biggest TV moments if you've seen it like I don't want to ruin it but I bet you you're gonna be like oh I, I knew about this I didn't know heard you, you heard of it yeah. referenced before okay. um because we I'm, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it when when we were when it you probably did I probably just didn't know what the hell y'all because we, we were doing the show when that happened right yeah yeah, yeah. I probably just didn't know but y'all talk about all kinds of stuff i have no idea about <laughs> but but until we get to until we get uh back to westeros um until then uh my man teddy p man uh yeah, still talk about it because i didn't get yo yeah. showtime has a has a documentary uh on teddy pendergrass uh mm. that is 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 extremely well done um they talked to all the original members of of the Teddy Bear um, Orchestra, which was his band. They talked to uh, several of his girlfriends, including the one, the girl that was, both of the women that were in the car when, when he had his uh, unfortunate accident that left him uh, paralyzed from the waist down. Um, well, there was, there was actually technically, um, there's so many versions to the story um the way that it, it was explained in here that you know there was actually only one woman and there were originally two women in the car he took one of the women home she was never in the car for the accident and there was only one woman in the car with them when the accident actually happened but it it it, it really lets you know how big of a star he was and how big it was how much of a star he was about to be it was it was crazy like he was selling out clubs that in 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 things that hadn't been sold out by black acts unless you were michael jackson or prince you know so it was it was just one of those things he was about to reach that kind of level um before the accident they were already they were planning the world tour when the accident happened so it was he was about to really really go to the next level but it's also a story of perseverance too because after the accident it shows like how you know him at his lowest point and how he bounced back and you know he had multiple gold albums after the accident which a lot of people don't realize um that that he did but it's i mean the music was just they taught the gambling huff quest love was in it it was it was it was a look at it's almost like a timepiece of Philadelphia at that time, you know, and the music that he made was how it just lasted so long, man. It was great to watch, you know. Philadelphia wins again, man. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were here because of his music, by the way. Oh yeah, there, there's a whole generation of kids that uh, they they should be they should be laying flowers at at the uh, grave of Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. Because they would, they would be. Uh, if somebody went back and and uh, removed Teddy Pendergrass from the world, they'd be fading away like the Back to the Future uh, pictures. <laughs> um, Google it, kids. Uh, but yeah, man, it was it was really well. You know, anytime you, I'm always nervous with documentaries that that they won't 
they won't uh get into the shits but they got into the shits with this one they could have went deeper but they got into it enough to where you didn't feel cheated but yo one thing i have to say i did not realize maybe just because of where i grew up and who my parents were and who my family was i didn't realize that people didn't know that teddy pendergrass was the one singing in harold melvin in the blue notes i i guess by by suggestion by the way the name sounds you know typically the the person that has their name in there is typically the lead singer like Alvin and the chipmunks <laughs> Like, like, I, was, I was gonna say Gladys Knight and the Pips, but yeah, okay. Like, like if, if you found out that Theodore was the like was the voice of, <laughs> like, like you'd be messed up, man. Like your your old childhood would be like nothing, right? Now. Yo, that that that's wild when you put it like that. But but, but I don't even like Alvin. But anyway, what you didn't like Alvin? Alvin's so annoying. Oh come on, Theodore was annoying. He is hella annoying. Theodore was a bitch, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh man at least alvin was kind of you know he was about the ladies and he was yeah like, but he didn't he's he he the only one that had his letter on his shirt yeah come yeah. on man. he just needed his ass kicked one good time I, I agree with you on that yeah uh, he, he was he was like uh he was like the uh the, the 80s movie uh villain yeah yeah but um but no, man. But yeah, like so many people didn't. I, I, I um, I, it made me laugh. Um, I was listening to the Joe Button podcast, and, and and Joe didn't know he had to call his pop, and was like, "Yo, did did uh did you know that Teddy Pendergrass was the one singing?" Like, and, of course, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, like like I said, like like you know, the general was DJ, and then there was always music around. So. Yeah, that was like one of the things. Like I, again, maybe because I was from Philadelphia, it was just known that you know that's what it was. But it makes sense, and when you think about it, like to your point, who, who, who you'd have flipped out if you heard, you know, Simon was really, you know, banging out all those tracks for Alvin, and he was just jacking all the uh, money. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been surprising though. <laughs> <laughs> Alvin would be the dude with, with all the money under his mattress. And, and as we've been talking about throughout the show, just the, the shadiness of the music business, it seems to just be a really yeah, Harold Melvin uh, was, was uh, out there. Uh, Ali Boyan. Yeah, Suge Knighton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, this is Tissue in the Tape. Uh, we are elated to be able to record this uh, episode and have this conversation amongst friends. I speak. Uh, you know, on behalf of Phil, uh, G, we just appreciate you again. Uh, this won't be our last time doing this, but we had to at least get you on uh, one time uh, for the one time. And uh, anything you want to tell the people, you know, just uh, impart some wisdom on them before we go uh, get out of here. Oh, man. Don't want to push you on the spot. You can even just say, yo, listen to Nori. <laughs> you know, listen to child music. Right. Listen. By Daylight album. That's, that's what I from Daylight. Yeah, from Daylight. From Daylight. No, but really, thank you guys for having me. Um, I appreciate, you know, the welcome back. It's always nice to come home. So thanks for leaving the light on for me. Always. You know, um, you, you know, it's it's a, it's a key in the in the in the in the uh, in the rock. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> Um, tissue in the tape.com is actually a reality. Um, it, 
It is uh, scheduled to launch uh, right before March Madness, Romantic. So yeah, yeah. we we have some, some exciting things that we're we're doing. Um, you know, uh, as far as that, we might have to re up Raw Madness. Though. We would have. I mean, wait, what's that? I say I got some merch coming through. You got some merch oh, coming through, definitely. You already know. You know, coffee mugs. It's all, it's all Little Kim hats and shit. Yeah, man. We just <laughs> like pajamas. Yeah. Tissue in the tape. You know, credit cards. <laughs> Whatever you need, yo. We got that, yo. Um, but no, seriously, though, uh, we're, we're really excited uh, to, to be able to present this. Uh, you know, you'll be able to, to just see people that we talked to in the past, listen to past episodes, and then ultimately get our take on things as they happen in real time. So, uh, again, tissueinthetape.com. Uh, again, farside.tv. Uh, you can catch us. We're syndicated on Mondays. Yeah, we, we, time. I think our slot is somewhere in the early evening time. Yeah, we, 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 we have, we're at uh, four. I don't, don't quote me on that, but I believe we're at four. And then there's a replay at 1030. That's right. I, I will get, uh, I will know the times better. Yeah, we'll post this again so everybody is aware. Uh, on social media, we are at Tissue in the Tape on all platforms. So, yeah, uh, you know, once again, like G said, uh, you know, by De La Soul from De La. Uh, and uh, G, is there anything else uh, that you want to say before I hand it over to Phil? No, man, I just want to thank y'all again for having me. Welcome home. It's all love. Uh, Filmatic, on that note, take us out with the fader. Okay, gang. Um, Man, got got my sister back. (laughs) Chilling with my brother. Shout out to Reem, DJ Rick G's, who, by the way, who will be rocking with with us on episode 215 when that comes up. That's the uh, All Philly episode that we will be doing. Um, uh, He hold the radio. Mm. Uh, vibe. We got we got some things coming up. I think we got what episodes four and five coming up. Uh, episodes four, five, and possibly six. Four, five, six is in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh we got we got he hold the radio coming up. We got uh, a couple uh dope mixes. We got a we got a Philly joint coming up. Um, I believe by the time you hear this, you would have heard uh the the new music. Uh, he hold the radio, um. So, we'll 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 keep the other one under wraps with the little special one. But until then, you know what it is, man. Uh, TissueInTheTape.com. Uh, we are at Tissue in the Tape on all social media. Please follow us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell their friends to tell their friends. And you know how we do. We work for the money. We live for the love. We die for what we believe in. This is Tissue in the Tape. Everything is hip hop, so please respect heat holders. G, welcome back, baby. Thanks for having me, guys. And I just realized I had on this reunion shirt, and it say "Ogre Fat Ogre Taking Over." They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby.
care anymore about this hip hop man? I mean, I mean, how far will you punk motherfuckers go for 15 seconds of fame? fame. Microwave popcorn ass niggas? Yeah, we give you much more. Much more. Longevity, baby, and your day. Yeah, it's been instilled in me since infinite, y'all. Using these minutes like I value the call. Put your money in the bank and hold rank over friends who ain't got leadership skills. I got the sheep in my eyes, so I can't sleep. We like to land and lay the brand away. Grand operate the stand away. L.I. Shice. I play the Xbox instead of fucking with dice. I hate losing the doze. You walk away with my dough, cause I doze. Tracy broke me, and now she wanna see the resident provoking me to pop willies on my bicycle. Watch your eyes twinkle. One house, two houses, third house, house rules. So, house take bank, watch Dave Bank. Banner had him on the hawk since Atlanta. Extravaganza, Gamma Ray rap, I make the Hulk snap. Jump back like James Brown, hey now. When the liquor over, we smoking the hay now. Delegate numero dos, I holla out the sound and those to keep the island close to me. Trying to get himself together from it No one can quite run it like me I'm on a cutting edge of what's alleged to be Hot, and when you rock You're just impersonations of me The writer's MC, MP With the V in the middle I belittle your plan, courtesy Of NY Dirty C, my man My base of fans is made up of many With kids allergic to belts Letting their mind melt from drinking a Henny And them straight and now types who be waiting to hear Them drums say the revolution is near Are you listening? Are your eardrums open for christening? We got body MCs with these tools While some others play God They just goddamn fools with it I don't cuff mics, I rough mics up Rough and rugged, yet the girls still love it Still in all five old came to my mic check Telling me I left lacerations around my mic's neck Domestically disputed and you just might get The undisputed underdog serving y'all threat My soul.